Hey, I've been thinking for some weeks about um, some scriptures, and and one of and they're all around our mission as believers in Jesus. Uh, so I've been thinking about stories that Jesus told, like the sheep and the goats, and and what it means for us, and and the story in uh, Matthew 24 where Jesus tells a number of stories uh, uh, about the. Um, Ten women and the bridegroom, they're waiting for him, and some are wise and some are unwise. And the other master uh, that entrusts his servant to his property, and then he goes away. And, and Jesus talks about, you know, it's great if a servant stays on track and is faithful, but woe to the one who doesn't. And then, uh, you know, Jesus 24 is really just a reminder to stay focused and faithful as believers in that. But it's not always easy, is it? Like, does, Are there any freaks out there who find it just so easy to share the gospel or tell people about Jesus? Sometimes there are. Some, some people gift, are gifted in evangelism, you know, but for most of us, I think it's not that easy. So I thought it'd be really cool to have a bit of a panel and we can talk about some things around it. So how does that sound? Sound good? And and it's a little bit different. Uh, so I am going to call up the panel, please. So we have four incredible people coming up to be part of the panel. So Shannon Dean is one of them. And we have Tammy Robinson is coming up. And we have... Aaron Work. Where are you, Aaron Work? Make sure I've got every everyone coming. And Ray Gardner is coming as well. Where are you, Ray? That's great. Look at these people. They are good-looking people. But I chose these guys because they're all doing different things and uh, they're wired differently and... Uh, that I just look for people that are quite different uh, rather than have all people that are one sort of. So hopefully, hopefully one of them you go, ah, oh, I kind of, I relate to that a little bit more than if you're listening to an extrovert just and you're, and you're an introvert and you're thinking, I just don't get this guy, you know. So, so that's, that's my aim anyway. So, so I've got some questions. And the very first one, I thought we'd just start right into the real hard stuff. So um, the first one, what do you guys eat for breakfast? Wheat bix um, Depends on the day. Today it's an avocado on toast and tomato day. Oh, that's a bit legit. Like, oh my goodness. Today was a nothing day. <laughs> If I'm real fancy to like up her, like not not in bad way, but like uh, sometimes I'll make chia seed pudding. There we go. Sounds weird, but it tastes good. It's nice, yeah. I have every morning a selection of three um, cornflakes, muesli, and neutral grain. Wow, that's really good. Second, oh, you can hang on to that, actually. Um, second question is, you guys sound like you actually have pretty good breakfast. Uh, if, but, but if you don't, and health wasn't an issue, what would you actually have for breakfast? Bacon every day. 
Yeah, bacon, just bacon, and more bacon. <laughs> yep. Pancakes, definitely pancakes, yeah, 100%. With bacon. With bacon. And bacon, yeah. yeah. Great. How about you, Ray? Bacon and eggs and baked beans. How many out here would, would eat bacon and eggs if health wasn't an issue, you didn't have to pay for it later down the track? Yeah, there's a lot. Who would have other stuff? Yeah? Who would have muesli by choice? Okay, there are a few. There are a few people would. Oh, granolas. That's next level. Granola is. Who would have granola? Only, only a few. Okay. I eat muesli, but only because I know it's good for me, not because I want to. But I've done it for so long that I think I might almost like it, sort of, but not quite. Still. Okay. Uh, next question. Um, Favourite movies? Um, my favourite movie is probably Drive, which is like a like a yeah car movie. It's good, good soundtrack. I love that soundtrack. Good, it's a really good film. Mine is Spice World. That is the Spice Girls movie. It is legit. My favourite scene is the fact that they have their own bus, and in their bus they all have their own little rooms on the bus, and it's so great, so innocently great. <laughs> My best movie ever was Whale Rider. Watched it many times. It is a good movie. Yeah. Um, I just talked about a movie I watched recently that I liked. Um, it was that one, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. Um, good music. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And. Um, yeah, you hang on to that because it'll save time. Yeah, do you want to grab another one? That'd be great. Thanks, Shani. Even a couple. That's great. That'd be great. Thanks, Shani. Yeah, brilliant. Now, is everyone ready? Your mic's on. Okay, you ready to sing? Ready? Three, two, three, four. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Hey, um, how long have you guys been believers? When did you make a decision for Jesus? Since basically I was a, a little kid, my parents talked to me about it, and um, yeah, and they told me how to you know, pray, taught me how to pray, and yeah, and basically since then, since I'm a really small child, so yeah. Uh, mine was when I was um, five, so I don't know how old that is, but a while ago. And yeah, yeah, five. I've always believed um, that back in 1977, in April, I gave my heart to the Lord. Um, for me, I similar to you guys, I grew up in a Christian home, so since I was really little, I don't know how old, um, but I think I really made a decision a little bit later in life, after my rebel years, to be very honest. <laughs> Own it. And just thinking about that decision, were there people that were influential 
and bringing you to that decision of choosing to follow Jesus. Yeah, in my case, it was Joan Salisbury's brother, Jack Lloyd. He, he was the main instigator in my conversion. Cool. That's awesome. Um, for me, it was my parents. Um, they were always a big example for me and people that I really looked up to. But also, um, I think it was around... The same time that I started surfing, I started surfing with this group of Christian people, and uh, there were some. There was this Australian lady actually that um, came over to Spain and told me how to surf, and she would would spend a lot of time just talking about Jesus and reading the Bible, and uh, yeah, she was also played a big part in that. Um, basically, meeting Christian friends made a big difference in my life. That was that was awesome, and. Um, People like Jade and Andy and awesome things like that. Just cool people and their relationship with God and that just kind of grew my faith. So that was really cool. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Um, mine was probably definitely my parents and my family. My parents were epic, are uh, epic, awesome people. And um, I actually, I actually, the, the first time I gave my heart to the God was at OJ down south in a tent. So that was with good old back in the day, and um, Dad and I got on a tent because I, I think I watched the floaty dancers. If anyone remembers those, I think Andy does. I think it might have been one, but like they had floaty dancers. <laughs> but they were in like sheets of colour, and they like floated around and stuff. And but they were actually singing something. But I remember at that point that that was um, I really liked the song, and I was like, that's really cool. And I remember talking to Dad about it in the tent, and then that's what started me off. But kind of similar, like I grew up in that, but I, over time, just kind of kept recommitting mm. to God, because I, yeah. Yeah. So we've all, all had people that were significant in bringing us to that decision. Can you tell me about the kind of things that they said or did um, that st- stand out for you now? Mm. It's not really what like they said or did, it's just them as people that yeah. kind of makes, cool. yeah, which is hard to explain, but yeah, the people around you and, and looking up to them and their kind of influence mm. on your own life, so that's been really cool. Um, yeah, it's not about what you, they say or do, it's about who they are as people, yeah. Awesome, that's cool. Yes, I agree. I think it was just doing life with them and seeing how they lived. It wasn't anything they said in particular or anything they did or, or didn't do, but it was just how they lived that I saw that that's something that was very cool. That's cool. That's awesome. How about you, Ryan? I think in my case, um, Jack actually scared the living daylights out of me with all his end time stuff that he was discussing with us. And yeah, I think it was probably a lot of out of fear, I made my decision. Yeah. Fear of the Lord. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Um, I think I was just thinking, like, definitely the example that people set just by the actions and the choices that they make. But I also, a lot of it was um, open honesty, like actually owning their own mistakes and stuff and, like, actually being honest about their walk and being like, you know, I had... Th- yeah. like this and I mean from a little kid perspective it was things of like you know 
understanding that when you do something wrong, that like God still forgives you and stuff. But I think just being really honest, people being being really honest of how they have lived their life and they've got struggles, but God's helped them walk yeah. through stuff. Like, yeah. So it wasn't so much what they said, it was more about them as yeah. people yeah. that you picked up. Did you notice anything else about them that was powerful for you guys? Prayer? Like, I don't know if that really makes any sense or not, but like, uh, the, the, like the way that they prayed for me, I found really, like, I think that also kind of was what led me a bit to finding God even more, was just the fact of um, how people prayed with me. Maybe it's more praying with me. That's maybe more of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, their, their joy and faithfulness, that was pretty cool, just seeing how yeah. happy they were and had, like, the light of God in them, and, yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, I thought about things like, well, Jack's a carpenter, I'm a carpenter, Jesus was a carpenter, so that's good enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) And half a Lane Park church. Um, For me, thinking of my parents, for example, I would always, they would pray every single morning together, and so I I grew up seeing that every single day. and growing up, none of my friends were Christians, and so uh, that's something that was very different and that was very special to me because I would see them say to me, no, right now we're praying, and it was like this sacred time. And then uh, I would just see, and I still do see um, God's work, um, I guess, not as I respond to it. I don't know, I kind of lost my train of thought a little bit. Um, yeah, just see God doing things as they were praying. So... Um, that was, yeah, that's something that was very special. So moving on to you guys telling others about God uh, or about Jesus and that, uh, do any of you find it easy? No. Definitely not. No. How many can relate to that? So why do you think that is? For me personally and very frankly, um, I think a lot of times there's a fear of rejection um, because, and I don't know if it's because um, I have moved to different countries and I, I have to make new friends and then meet new people and I think, oh, if now I come with all this Jesus thing, then they will be like, oh, okay, see ya. Um, so I think that it's one of the things that stops me many times. Or, like, I think I get more worried that it doesn't make sense, that I'm not going to make sense. Because I'm sometimes not the most clearest speaker, and I process out loud, so as I'm thinking and talking, it comes out very... um, Yeah, so I think I get worried that what I say will not make sense, or it's not correct. Like, I need more time to really, like, write down exactly what I'd say so that it comes across really well. Yes, I can relate. Yeah, I think for me, um, actions actually speak louder than words. Mm. So I guess I try and demonstrate, demonstrate with um, you know how how I do things, and and I guess you know with life experience that I have, um, you know there's a lot lot to share there. 
Um, but yeah, it's yeah, what I do that um, for me speaks louder than yeah. a lot of stuff that I try and say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thinking back to you and Jack, did you watch him really closely f- and look for that consistency in his life as well? Yes, I did. And Jack, he was one who, um, you know, well, through his faith, he demonstrated a lot of what he believed. Um, and um, no, he was a he was a guy who was, you know, really straight to the point, and his actions to me spoke a lot of what I could really be convinced was, you know, the way to go. I suppose you could say, and um, yeah, that was the influence that I I had, you know, coming coming from Jack here. Yeah. I, th- I think it's easier to um, talk to people about your faith when you have a, like a, re- a strong relationship with them. So that because it, it's easy because you trust them, they trust you, and so yeah, yeah it's really easy to be open and honest with them. Um, it is really hard sometimes. You kind of feel like you know you've got to say the right thing or do something to yeah. you know almost manipulate the situation into talking about faith. But actually, yeah. people trust if they have a strong relationship with you, they obviously care about your core values and your faith because that's you as a person. So if they're in your life, that means they really value you. So talking to them about it and, and you've got that relationship, um, it can be a bit easier like that. But if it's someone that you don't know, that's like a next level skill in my opinion. Yeah. 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 Awesome. How many on a scale of one to 10 if I said we're going into town now and we're just gonna go and talk to strangers at the mall, um, where would you sit on the 1 to 10 scale? That's a very mean question. <laughs> That's a very mean question. Uh, 4.9. 4. 4. 9. 4. 9. Good. 5.1. 5.1. That's a good range. Yeah. I'm not sure. Is this on? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I like I I would probably be like mid range. It just depends where it is. Like Wellington's very different to like Upper High. If it's strangers, I'm way more confident to do strangers because I'm like, don't really care. Like you know, you just give it a go, and then you can like not not that I don't care, but like, <laughs> but more meaning the fact that like you can say something, and then you're never going to see them again. So well, you might not. So but I think it's it's a bit harder if they're like semi strangers, like yeah. strangers that are like you kind of know but you don't know kind of. Mm. I wouldn't even come. Like, no. Uh, no. <laughs> There's no scale there for me. Yeah, like, I'd have a good time, that's all I'd say. Very honest. <laughs> yeah, on a one-to-one basis, probably... I'd be probably sitting at about two to three. Um, it's crowds that frighten me. Um, but, yeah, generally, yeah, on a one-to-one, I'm okay with that. Why I ask that question is when I came to faith back in 1980s, um, uh, open air preaching was really big. And so within like two weeks of me, in fact, I may not have really even given my life to Jesus. I was in town with groups who were preaching in the streets as people walked through and that. um, And it was part of the culture back then, but it's, 
it's kind of changed a lot, um, and it's kind of how uh, I think that people have realised that it's actually not. It, it is definitely a valid way of sharing the gospel, and I'm not knocking that, but I'm just saying people have realised that there's other alternatives and that friendship evangelism and getting to meet people and know people and uh, journeying with people and allow, allowing people to actually see into our world and see how we react and we behave and whether we're the real deal is actually very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, way of sharing the gospel so listening to you guys that appears to have been your journey as well you watched people who you knew mm. closely um, and it was powerful with you guys yeah. yes do you feel like you know enough all the time to be able to share with others about the, about Jesus no yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah. No. Okay, I will elaborate. No. <laughs> um, oh, I just feel that there's more and more complicated topics these days that, and so that people will have more questions and then I feel that sometimes we can take the responsibility that we shouldn't be taking of having to have all the answers to things because we're Christians. Um, and then I don't. Um, I really don't, so... I'm okay with simple stuff, but when it gets into the um, the real difficult um, things to explain, you know, that's you know that's where I struggle. But generally, in normal conversation, you know, I can I can wing it, get my way through it without <laughs> without too many problems. Um, but yeah, I find that I have to. Um, really feel softened, you know, with the you know the person that I'm talking to, and it's um, I guess like starting to build a relationship, um, and that's what I find with me. I have to you know to work on first. You know, I'm not just a you know I'm not an icebreaker or anything like that. And, yeah. Things with me take time. Mm. That's, cool. That's awesome. That's really cool. I definitely don't feel like I know enough at all to share with people. But what I've found is that if you're having that conversation with something with someone and something comes up, like I'm not going to just like leave it and ignore it because I care about that person. I don't want them to just you know. And I've gotten I've over the years I'm I'm not like I haven't been a very good listener I like to talk so I've started just more listening to what the person's talking about and then if I don't know the answer I'll actually just say that and say I don't I'm not sure I'll go but what I'll say is I'll go away and I'll find out for you and come back and we have another chat and so I've done that a bit recently which has been way better because it's taken the pressure off me and it's taken the pressure off them feel like you know and then it just and then it's cool because then you get another conversation so and so then I can just drop it in another time and then also it means I've gone away and thought about it because, yeah. yeah. It's really good. Very good. Yeah, it's really good. I had a youth pastor that said, uh, when you win someone's friendship, you win the right to share the gospel with them. Amen. Um, that seems to be our journey as well, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you will ever know enough to be able to feel confident 
when you go and share with people? No, because, well, I personally just, I don't think I, I think I can always feel a bit more confident, like more confident than I am, like today, like every day I can keep pressing into the word or keep praying or keep talking with people or learning new things so that I'm getting better. But when you think of the massiveness of Jesus and God and like how huge and there's so much to uncover, I'm like, I'm never going to fully understand everything that God's doing and everything that God's done. So therefore, it's okay not to know everything, but... But that doesn't mean to stop, like keep just biting off little bits every day so then I can, at least I know I'm getting closer and closer to that. Yes, I, I agree. Exactly the same. And also it, it keeps you reliant on, um, on God and, and keeping, you know, um, hearing from him and what he has to say about it rather awesome. than just relying on my own knowledge. That's really cool because um, what I realize is Jesus, one of the last things he says before he left um, and went into heaven was go and tell others about me and teach them about me and baptize them in my name and whatnot. And then he says, and I'll be with you. And the thing that I realize is when we're telling others about Jesus, he is with us through his Holy Spirit. He said, I'm going to send my helper um, to comfort her and help her to journey with us. And when we are going out doing what he asked us to do or told us to do, commanded us to do, he is with us. Um, and when I think back on my early days, I remember one of the most influential people um, on one day was a person who told me some stories about how she couldn't find her hairbrush and she searched the house three, two or three times, turned up everything, couches over and everywhere, and then she prayed and she found it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to me it was a loopy story, like, who, does God even care about hairbrushes? You know? uh, but it was really about the fact that she was journeying with Christ that was actually the most powerful thing. So the power of knowing that we're journeying with Christ and that peace, I just realised, when I talked with her, I realised that there was this huge peace in her life that I just couldn't explain. Um, And it wasn't that she had all the answers or she knew this theory on that or that theory on that, but she just had this peace I couldn't explain. Um, And and I just hungered to know what that living force was. Even though my world wasn't unravelled, I was happy. Uh, I knew I was missing out on something powerful. Um, Mm. So do you agree with that? Just going back to your first question, Dean, you know, do you think you'll ever know enough? To me, you know, well, in what I do, you know, when I start on a journey with someone, I find that um, you continue to build on what you know and um, yeah it's amazing how um, you know things come to you along the along the way and yeah and you just keep building on what has already been established and um, yeah that's yeah that's what I find yeah. other thoughts? What final advice would you give to people and journeying with other people, things that you think are important? Mm. Oh, don't give up for a start. Yeah, yeah. 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 awesome. Yeah. 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 
very good one. Maybe um, own your own your own your mistakes or own the things that you've actually yeah. had to work through, mm -hmm. because when others actually see that and see that you own it and that you're like, yep, I did that. I'm sorry. Or going and actually going through that process of apologising and forgiveness with others. Mm -hmm. Like, I think sometimes that speaks volumes about how God's working in our hearts and that that's an important part of Jesus. And when we go out and we walk out that, like, I think sometimes yeah. that can be something that's quite like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, and also just the fact that actually, you know, being a Christian, you're not perfect. Yeah. Like, and yeah. that's, there's not a perfect it's life good. and you can never reach that. But yeah. God's gracious and awesome and thank yeah. goodness for that. So, yeah. 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 So good. Um, and I, I think just be real and just be who you are. It's probably one yeah, of the most important true. things. Um, maybe from my experience growing up with, because um, maybe this is very different to New Zealand, I don't know, but um, with my family, um, from Brazil, being from Brazil, um, they had this huge focus on um, let's um, preach the gospel and this, you know, um, event. What's the word? Evangelism. Evangelism. And I think, whereas that's good, and I'm super pro that, I think sometimes it, was, it became more of a task for them um, when you can just, let's just be me, but be open, obviously, to if I have an opportunity, I'm going to take it, but above all, I'm going to be who I am, and I'm just going to be really open to what the Holy Spirit is telling me. Um, and if you might tell me, go and speak to that person, then... I'm going to try and be brave to do that, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, just being open and honest with people, and yeah, if you've got that strong relationship with them, then, you know, if you can trust each other, then sure, you can share your faith with each other, so yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying, guys, so yeah, so, and just keep praying for people, you can do that at any time, so that's really easy to do if you're a bit scared to talk to someone, just pray about them, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, <clears throat> don't give up. Mm. You know, I've had so many disappointments with people who who I've um, tried to support. Mm. Um, and, of course, yeah, you do keep praying for them and um, supporting them as much as you can. Um, yeah, and... Yeah, but all the good positive stuff outweighs the the negative, you know. The, you know, in my in my experience, mm. so you just don't give up and yeah, yeah, yeah. keep on going. It's good. Yeah. Great advice. It's mm. good. Wasn't that good advice? How about we give the panel a big clap? <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Um, you can hop down now. And band, can you come, please? How many found that helpful? Yeah? I think in, in thinking about it, one of my reasons in doing the panel and asking those questions was I want you to realise that if you don't feel totally confident in sharing the gospel with others, you are not alone. Because quite often I think what happens is we 
feel that we lack in an area and we think we're the only one that struggles in this area and there's a whole bunch of different areas like this and the panel has just um, shown you that sharing the gospel is not easy but there are, are things that we can do um, that are helpful um, and, and make, help us to be more effective in sharing with other people. One is uh, being real with people, being patient with people, journeying with God and letting them see our relationship with God because that was, with me, that was the powerful thing and with others, um, real, allowing people to see that you actually have a relationship with God um, and there is a peace. You, you just need to trust God in some areas that there is a, a peace they will see on your life that they won't be able to explain and they may not mention immediately but they're watching it and they're observing it and they're watching how you respond and they're watching. I loved what Tammy said about, um, no, sorry, it was Shannon, um, about if you don't know the answer to something, that's cool. Tell them you don't know. We don't need to make out like we know stuff we don't know uh, that will more likely come back to bite us um, when we get caught out with it. So it's, it's in life, it's cool not to know what we, you know, what we don't know and find out later. Um, so that's really cool. But one of the things that I just want to leave you with is um, journeying with Jesus through this, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is with us as we go. And that thought that I shared about that when we go and we share Jesus with others, the Holy Spirit is with us because He has asked us to do it. He wants it to happen. So he's with us in the, in the doing of it, but he's also working with the people that we're sharing to. I mean, he's probably been preparing the ground that we're throwing seeds into for weeks, months, maybe uh, probably years, probably the whole lifetime. He's been preparing them for the time when we will interact with them. So it's not an accident, a mere accident that we bang into someone and we start talking to them about Jesus. The Holy Spirit knew it was going to happen and has been tilling the ground and preparing and fertilizing and and everything for a time like that um so so you know we just need to look big picture with all the stuff that god's in control he's got it don't worry if you say if you use clumsy words i remember the first time i shared about jesus and it was when i look back i cringe so badly i just said the most dumbest things to this girl and she just looked at me like you're a freak because it was open air and i was just cold witnessing didn't know anything to be sharing for a start but was you know and she just looked at me like you're just a nut and just walked off you know it's like ah, you know um uh, uh, but we learn as we go, and, and we uh, learn stuff for our arsenal as we go on in that. So journey with Jesus and uh, rely on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our best weapon. Uh, just the peace of the Holy Spirit and not having the right answers doesn't matter. Just talking to people and loving people for who they're for, regardless of what they're like, is really, really important. Just loving people um, and seeing the future them um, is powerful, isn't it? How many have are here because someone believed in you? You're doing what you're doing. You're in a job. You're in a career. You're, you know, you're doing something in church because someone took a punt on you. They saw something in you that you didn't see in you, uh, but they did. So, and God, that is the story of God, isn't it? We're all here because God's 
has seen stuff in our future that we didn't see ourselves. Um, we didn't know where we'd be. So how about I pray? If this has stirred up anything in you and you want some prayer or you want to talk to people, you can talk to elders, you can talk to life group leaders, uh, you can talk to, you're welcome to ring, um, have a coffee with Gina and I or myself or uh, get prayer or just carry on the discussion or whatever you want. So feel free to just chat to us though. Uh, it's a, this is an ongoing discussion we should be having and will be having uh, and to get better at this and hopefully just get more confident and be more effective because um, I want to see our world changed and I know you guys do too. Last thing I do want to share is this, does, this should not be linked into works that gets us saved. This is merely a apple tree produces apples and orange produces oranges. So I don't want to head down this track that that, people, that you think you've got to do this to be saved. You're saved when you give your life to Jesus. This is merely learning to do what he asked us to do on the journey to go to heaven. Um, so I'll pray. Father, I thank you, God, for every single person here, that they are precious to you, that you love us, that you've uh, come into our worlds, come into our lives, come into our situations. And uh, I just thank you that you didn't visit us 15 years ago and then, and then go away, but you're with us, still journeying with us today through this situation. And I just pray as we uh, talk, have talked and, and look and continue to look at, at the area of sharing the gospel with others, talking about you to others, I just pray that you will uh, journey with us in that. Give us confidence, give us the skills, give us the knowledge, give us the tools, but be with us on a day-by-day, regardless of whether we feel ready or not. Just help us to be obedient and do what we're meant to do. Father, I pray, and I pray that you'd be with everyone as they go out of here uh, to workplaces and schools and learning institutions and uh, wherever we go and work tomorrow. Help us to be effective, uh, that we would uh, point people to you. Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.